I've had my fair share of close calls when traveling with my camera gear. Bags knocked around, gear that has fallen into one another in transit, memory cards buried and thought lost, a circular polarizer that nearly ended up in the ocean in the Chicatere, and other not-so-disastrous situations, but things that came very, very close. What stopped these from becoming true disasters is that I am very careful when packing up my kit and getting ready for any long-haul travel days, like getting on airplanes and trains and long bus rides, places where gear may get knocked around a fair bit. It's so important on these travel days to protect your gear. That's why today, I'm going to talk about my 8 rules for packing your camera on long-haul days so that it arrives at your destination safe and sound and ready to create some art. This is episode 31 of the Travel and Adventure Photography School podcast. I'm your host, Robert Massey. Thank you so much for joining me here today. I am so stoked that you are taking some time out of your day to increase your knowledge. This podcast is sponsored by my photography brand, Robert Massey Photography. We're a content creation firm that specializes in capturing adventure. If you're curious and want to find out more about our work, who we are, and collaborate on a project, check us out on Instagram at Robert Massey Photography. Now, on with the show. Traveling is such an amazing experience. There are many, 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 many reasons each of us loves hitting the open road and seeing new places. But I don't necessarily love the act of getting to some of those places. There are those days when we won't see our gear much because we will be in a bus seat for 12 hours or in an airplane for 18 hours to get to where we are going. And then there's the transit to the accommodation or another flight or another bus ride. You get where I'm going with this. The act of getting somewhere can be rough on not just our minds and our bodies, but on our gear as well. There is a lot that can go wrong on long-haul travel days and a lot that can affect not just ourselves, but the camera equipment that we're taking with us. So let's talk about eight rules for packing your photography gear for those long-haul travel days. All right, rule number one, keep your gear with you. As much as you possibly can, avoid checking your gear when you are getting on an airplane and avoid putting it underneath buses. Just straight out avoid putting it in the hands of other people who have a lot of stuff to move and may not treat your equipment with the reverence that it deserves. I say this for two reasons. Firstly, it is far less likely to break if you are handling it. And secondly, it is far less likely to go missing. Putting your gear out of sight gives people more opportunities to take it. So just keep it with you and your gear will be a lot safer and a lot more secure. I don't really trust baggage handlers to get like my pants to a location. I definitely wouldn't trust them with thousands of dollars in camera equipment and electronics. One thing to note, I do know some people have a concern about this, but you don't need to worry about x-ray scanners with your digital cameras. Security checkpoints and screenings don't affect memory cards, batteries, or digital cameras in any way whatsoever. However, if you are still shooting on film, let the people at security know and ask for your bag to be hand-searched because those machines will affect your film. Also, good on you if you're still traveling and shooting with film. That is a lot of stuff to carry around with you and a lot of a pain, so good on you. Alright, going on to rule number two. Just limit what you are bringing with you. The easiest way to keep gear down to a carry-on size? Don't bring so much with you. Think through carefully what you are bringing. 
Do you really need that extra lens or that flash? Are you going to shoot long exposures? If not, do you really need those neutral density filters? Think about what you want to take photos of, then bring the gear that you need for that. I've always found that traveling lighter opens me up to more artistic expression, which means I can get better photos with less gear weighing me down. There have certainly been points where I've gone traveling, especially camping out in the mountains, and I've brought way more gear than I needed because I had a car, and then I'd never used any of it except for my 70 to 200. So really think carefully about the images that you want to take so you're not taking a bunch of extra stuff with you that you then have to worry about where it is, make sure it's packed properly, everything like that. Just keep your gear down to a reasonable size. All right, rule number three, get a padded case. I've watched a lot of people just drop a camera into a shoulder bag and then put that into an overhead bin. Please, please, please don't do that to your equipment. Make sure to put your gear away into a padded bag that will help absorb any shocks or drops that can happen during travel. I've had a bag pop out of an overhead compartment on a train when we had to brake quickly. Thankfully, the camera was okay. And I've seen a lot of luggage fall off of trolleys during transport through the airport and just other terrible things that can happen. And keeping your camera in a padded case will help prevent it from being damaged during some of these falls. You can use everything from a shoulder bag with camera inserts to a proper pelican case. Although, this is a bit excessive in my eyes, the pelican case. Just look for what is going to protect your gear and will work for where and how you are traveling. I personally love using a camera box that slides into my day pack as my personal item on flights. This way I can quickly show security my gear and I can store it either in my backpack during the flight or at my feet if I think I may want to take a few photos out the windows or things like that. These boxes are normally hard-sided with padding on the inside, flexible interiors that allow me to change configurations, and are just super flexible in terms of just changing up what you are trying to bring with you. Alright, rule number four, disassemble everything, every single time. This one can be a bit of a pain, but it is so necessary. You need to break down your gear every single time you're going to pack it for a long day of travel on airplanes and bumpy bus rides. This means separating the lens from the camera and securing all caps on lenses and camera bodies. This can be a really annoying process, but it is fundamental in ensuring that your camera continues to work properly. Big falls can result in a lens snapping off the camera body itself, meaning hefty damage to both the camera and the lens. And in some cases, that's not necessarily worth the repair anymore just because of the cost of it, so you have thousands of dollars in damage that you're going to have to deal with. On the subtler side, you can have a lens that shifts slightly around, maybe constantly, from a lot of turbulence. And while it may not snap off the body, the bumping can cause damage to the electron connectors between the camera body and the lens. This may prevent certain functions from working anymore, or maybe even prevent you from changing lenses entirely. So save yourself the headaches and possible damage, and just take everything apart and secure it in its own compartments. All right, rule number five, store it tightly. After you've taken everything apart, make sure that each lens, camera body, and any accessories are all stored tightly and away from each other. You don't want your camera equipment to be sliding into one another, possibly causing damage. You also don't want the gear to be bouncing out of the bag at any point. So make sure that each piece of gear has a physical barrier between it and the next piece of equipment, and that that gear fits securely into the spot you are storing it. This is one of the reasons I love the flexibility of internal camera units. 
because you can really modify that box to fit exactly what you are carrying in there. And you can also use Velcro straps to put over top to make sure they're not going to come bouncing at the top. There's just so much flexibility in it. Now, before you lock all your gear into place, just go through and make sure all the caps are in place securely one more time and then lock everything down so it won't move during transport. All right, here we go with rule number six, secure those extra items. Every photographer knows how many extra little things we need to carry with us. Batteries, memory cards, charging cords, filters, cleaning packets, so many little tiny things. You need to make sure that these are stored correctly as well. Firstly, so that they don't get lost or broken, but also so that they don't slide into where your lenses or camera are and scratch that expensive touchscreen or the glass itself. I like to keep all my extras secure in another pouch that closes up on its own. I use the Peak Design field pouch. With that field pouch, I am able to tuck away each little charging cord into its own spot and each little battery into its own spot. And then once that's all secure in there, I close it up with the Velcro straps. And then I put the field pouch away into either the camera box itself, depending on the equipment that I'm carrying, or into my backpack. And it really depends on how much gear I'm carrying with me. Now, make sure to include all cords and other little items in here. You really don't want them knocking around with your full kit because they can, they can cause little tiny bits of damage that you just don't want to have happen. Now, rule number seven, silica gel packs. Pack some of these silica gel packs into your camera gear to absorb moisture while you travel. Silica gel packs are those little things that come with seemingly every product that say do not eat on them. These are used to absorb moisture and they are a great way to keep your camera safe from the condensation that can happen at high altitudes or with dramatic temperature changes. These aren't going to protect it from full-on water damage. That's not the point of these. They're just there to suck up a little bit of humidity and condensation. And these are really a super simple add-on to help protect your gear just a little bit more because you can get them free in nearly everything you buy. So it's worth putting them in your bag. Just keep an eye on them and if they are looking a little threadbare replace it. I've had one burst open before and that was not a fun cleaning process. All right, we're going on to the eighth and final rule. Record what you packed. Sometimes bad things happen. Things get misplaced and you need to know what you brought with you. So before you go, make a record of what went into your camera kit. I'd suggest doing this in just a simple note on your phone that gets backed up to the cloud so that if your phone goes missing along with your gear, you still have a record of it somewhere. This record should include all accessories, batteries, filters, cables, everything, lenses, camera bodies, and how many of each item. And then if an item has a serial number, also record that as it can be helpful for insurance and possible police identification. One of the side benefits to doing this, if you're going on a trip with a bunch of other photographers, this can also be helpful just to make sure you bring all your gear back with you and it doesn't get accidentally mixed in with someone else's. This is hopefully something you never have to worry about while you're traveling, but bad things do happen. So this is just a really good extra precaution to try and help you get all your gear back and to try and make sure you keep all the gear you bring with you. And that's it. Those are my eight rules for packing your gear for long haul travel days. These tips have saved me a lot of heartache over the years. I've thankfully never lost a lens or had anything too badly damaged in transit, but I take a lot of care with my equipment. This includes when I pack it away into my backpacking bag or when I just go hiking for a day. I am very careful with how I pack my camera equipment away because I want it to last me for a long time and I want it to work properly when I get to where I'm going to take my photos. 
So take care with your camera equipment and it will take care of you when you get to your destination. Thanks so much for listening today and congrats for taking some time out of your day to learn something to grow your photography knowledge. If you are enjoying this podcast, I'd love for you to rate it, review it, and subscribe so that you can get updates every week when we publish. And I'd love to connect with you as well. I have loved the conversations I've been having with listeners, and I would love to have some more with people. So follow along with our journey on Instagram at Travel Adventure Photo School, or you can connect with me myself at Robert Massey Photography on Instagram as well. For the full show notes and some links to some of the products that we use, head on over to www.travelandadventurephotographyschool.com. Thank you so much for taking some of your valuable time to listen today. Let's adventure. Bye for now.